What's up, guys? Welcome to the Tribe Method Podcast, where we're learning gym management and growth from some of the best athletes, coaches, and business experts in the world. On this episode, we're talking with China Cho and Josh Galagos, discussing setting standards in gym culture and handling all the various personalities that come with the fitness community. China is a co-owner of Good For You CrossFit in Newark, California, and is also a CrossFit Games athlete who recently competed in 2019 as part of Team CrossFit Mayhem Freedom. Josh, on the other hand, has been a coach, a GM, and an athlete uh, at a CrossFit facility and now runs an online programming business called Dead Boys Fitness, where he ties together his experience coaching pro WWE wrestlers and adapts it for fans to train like their idols. Let's get started. Rapid fire time. Oh, God. Okay, what is your favorite cheat meal? Uh, tacos? What's cheating? Yeah. I just eat donuts. Okay, the answer is F your cheat meal. There is no yeah, such thing. F your thing cheat meal. No such meal. thing. Okay, I like that. I don't that. like that. Best answer. Salt straw. I keep going. I love Good start. Salt well, I've never had that. They just put that in downtown Disney. Anyway, okay. <laughs> if you could have a drink with anybody, dead or alive, who is it? Andy Kaufman. Rock. The Rock. I love zero hesitation. Always. Both wrestlers. Wow. And for people who don't know, Andy Kaufman's uh, wrestling com- name. He was a comedian. Oh, I thought... No, he, he was a comedian, he was comedian, and then what he was famous for was that he wanted to get under people's skin, so he wrestled women. Oh, my God. Them. And then he went into Memphis and wrestled their big champion, which was Jerry Lawler, and that was like the whole thing. He's like, oh, nobody can beat me. I beat women twice as big as you, and then he beat them. <laughs> so he, was just, he was just known for just getting under people's skin. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Always. Describe Dave Castro in one word. Um, essay? Weird. Essay? Weird. Essay. Orderly. He is super Mexican, though. Orderly. He's from Salinas. Um, okay, so let's say uh, shit goes sideways in life. Uh, things get hectic. Training becomes burdensome. Do you prefer to disconnect and like reflect and, and take a step back, or do you prefer, prefer to like put the foot down on the gas more and like power through? Gas. Yeah, I'm more of a power through person. I'm a power through. Okay. I can't up. even relax, so I, just, I, exactly. I couldn't even imagine just like taking a step back and be like, "Oh, I, just oh, I really sucked at that." Really? No, I don't like that. You no. don't think? Why can't you relax? I don't know. The, my whoop tells me all, every For day real? that like, I, I think I'm gonna die. Me it's too. Like, it's like, oh, I've hey, your heart rate variability like is like ten. Seriously, I'm, like, I'm dying. Hot all day. Me too. You got one? Yeah, I got one. I'm it, like red, 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 red right oh, now. Really? I was yellow today though because I didn't drink that uh, much. Yeah, I'm a little concerned because it's it's just like, yep, you slept for nine hours. You're not recovered. You need exactly. another nine. I'm yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't think I need another nine. You need 13 hours of sleep a day. I'm like, well, this is never gonna happen. Mm-mm. You did a yoga workout. You're crushed. Stay exactly. Off. Stay, yeah, don't Seriously. work out for another week. I'm like, Jesus, that's low expectations. Um, keeping up with the Kardashians is a great show. Is that true or false? That would be false. False. I've never even seen it. I've that, seen a few. False to false. Uh, if time travel was possible, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago? Hmm. I don't even Where was I 10 years ago? Oh, I, was, I would just probably tell myself, like, hey, man, it's going to be all right. Everything's going to be good. Don't stress so much. Bring that heart rate variability down. needs to come down. Yeah. I don't really have anything. I think. I mean, I don't think I was stressed out 10 years I don't ago, think but it, I, I think it would be either. nice to reassure myself, like, everything's going to be great. Yeah. I don't really have an answer for that. Okay. It doesn't always have to be about life lessons and things like that. I always just think, like, 10 years ago, I'd probably say something similar. Like, just, it's all good, man. You might think it's not. It is. It's, yeah. I remember even, like, 10 years ago, someone being like, oh, what, you're 28? Oh, man, you have your whole life. You're like, no, I'm super old. And now yep. that I'm 38, I'm like, oh, man, I should have just listened for to that real. guy. Just talking about that with Becca. It's like, 
30, I still think, is like this age where people are like, uh, if things aren't together by then, if I don't know the person of no. my dreams by then, if I'm not on that career path by then, 30 hits and like you're you're just climbing uphill. Yeah. Like you're so you're so screwed. Um, okay, cool. Eli, any more fast pass no. questions? Cool. We're gonna uh, switch it up into the gym the gym side of things uh, and dive into some of your expertise. Um, Josh, you're you're pretty well you're a pretty sophisticated coach in that you've had a lot of experience a lot of years of experience yeah do you think about like certain characteristics of a coach that makes them a great coach and like measuring what what defines a good coach over maybe a poor coach well i'll just use the gym that i work at currently paradiso crossfit we have a bunch of coaches that you know really want to focus on being in the games or being a athlete and that's all great and dandy but that doesn't necessarily make them a really great coach and some great. of the coaches that i work with that are the best coaches that people love are the ones that take the time to get to know members and to you know kind of get them where they where the, where the members want to be so it may not be like competing it may be like i want to lose weight or i want to you know uh, pr on this lift or i want to get faster at this workout they're always working towards getting that person better no matter what their goal is as opposed to just focusing on themselves and that the members being secondary you know what i mean yeah. so they really take the time with members getting to know them getting to know about their lives getting to know about their goals and then obviously being knowledgeable and all that good stuff but i think that that really keeps a, a coach uh, in the limelight as far as the members go. Members always want to be in that coach's classes. Those are the coaches that always have the pack classes as opposed mm -hmm. to the coaches that don't, you know? Yeah. And China, have you ever coached before? The coaches, have you ever coached before? I, yeah, I actually was a swim coach before I became a CrossFit coach. And then they kind of came together and then I just solely did the CrossFit thing. Yeah. And how do you, I guess, how would you answer that in, in terms of, you know, what you would look for in maybe a coach of your own or what you kind of tried to embody when you were coaching? Um, I like structure. So I like going to classes that like the coach is in charge. The coach no, like is tell, like telling you what to do, doing the best that they can to make sure that things run the way that they should be run. Not just like, hey, guys, show up, um, do, you know, you should row as a warm up and then go do the workout. Like I know that some gyms are like that. I like structure. Um, I like small classes I, <laughs> I just like coaches that are engaging I hate I don't need a babysitter coach N yeah not a babysitter but like yeah but like I said I like things structured they have a plan like when they show up obviously on time ready to go their warm-up is ready they're not scrambling to try to figure things out like they know what the workout is and they know the best way to approach you know setting them the the members up for the best successful and most successful workout that they can possibly have that's awesome um Okay. This is interesting. So how a lot of times in uh, CrossFit specifically, there's a lot of harping on, on community. Community is like everything. Community mm -hmm. is, you know, we have the best community. Uh, you know, I'm so thankful because I'm connecting with the community. Inside of a gym, you know, especially in like a coaching role or especially as, you know, an elite athlete, one, are you, you consistently feeling like you're tapped into that community at all times? Uh, and how do you guys like define the community of your gym? Is that even something that's measurable? I I feel pretty tapped in. I mean, obviously, like I'm trying to train for the games and this and that. But ever since I opened my own gym a year ago with my husband, I 
not force myself, but I make it a priority to take two classes a week. You know, um, Fridays is a perfect day and, um, Tuesday just works out for me and I make it sure that it's not the exact same class. Like I try to take never 6am or never my morning class, but I coach that, yeah. um, but like a noon or an evening class just so that people know that I believe in the program that we're putting out and I'm not so high above you that I can't do the same thing as you and we, we can't work out side by side. So I, and I, for, I require that of the coaches of my gym as well. So my personal programmer or my coach, my personal coach knows that that's a priority and he's totally cool with that. Wow. Interesting. Kind so, of, I mean, I've been to her gym and I've seen her community and yeah. she couldn't have said it better herself. The fact that we did an open event oh, there yeah, last yeah, the year 18.3. and yep. Their gym just rallies around each other no matter what, you know, and kind of going back to what I said earlier about a coach that is inspiring to be the games, they put themselves above members and I, China was behind the desk, you know, uh, people were buying shirts or snacks or whatever it was, she was taking care of them, she's walking around making sure that people were taking care of for the open, yeah. and then not only that, but she, she participated, her and Freddie participated in the same event, so again, it was just like... Like she was saying, no one is above the community. And I think yep. that that's what makes a big community strive is that they're all in it together. Yep. You know, regardless if it's the open or the games or even if it's a Friday workout. Exactly. You know, you don't want someone that just kind of thinks that, oh, you know, they're 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 top shit. When in reality, it's like no, no. one is bigger than the gym. No, you know? no way. I agree. Thanks, Josh. Mm -hmm. Does um does competition tend to come first inside of the gyms or does uh, community tend to come first? I mean, you've seen those like community over competition. I feel like it depends vibes. on the gym that you're at. The gym and the coach. They, exactly. They have to kind of set the standard. I know Agreed. in my classes, yep. I get real um, heated when I see people that are, they can compete in, in like a class workout, you know, but when they're done and they start putting their stuff away mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, they're not engaging in the community. That's when I really get upset and or vice versa if they don't hold their standards because they're just trying to yes. win the workout. Like Agreed. at the end of the day, I'm not giving away a prize for a person that wins the 5 a.m. workout. Yeah. You know, and for someone to cheat their way to that mm -hmm. is, is not only just insulting to the class, but it's insulting to me and it's yep. insulting to the gym. So Agreed. I think a coach has to set the standard. Yep. And make it about, like, look, you guys can go as fast as you want. It could be about um, competition, but we're all a family at the end of the day. And if you finish first and you hit every standard known to man, then you cheer on the next person because mm -hmm. that's what it's about. Agreed. But that's something that you establish, like, a culture that you establish at your gym. Some gyms establish, like, a com extremely competitive culture, and some gyms don't establish, yeah. like, don't make that the priority. I really just think it's on a gym-to-gym -gym basis. Do you think that culture, that community is, like, the secret sauce that keeps members coming back or keeps your competitive advantage strong despite maybe another gym crossfit or not crossfit fitness studio opening just down the block yeah, do you think sure. that's what keeps yeah. people strong i mean i think that you know i, I know in at least in southern california there's tons of gyms that opened up trying to be a competitive crossfit gym yep. they're no longer around you know and the, the gyms that have that family feel and that that community if you want to call it that they're the ones that are still striving so agreed it just kind of shows that there's nothing wrong with being a competitive athlete and i think mm -mm. that's great but if you want you if you want to strive then you have to have the community behind you because it's just like anything without the community i wouldn't be on this boat same china wouldn't be on this boat rich yep. and all those guys wouldn't be on this boat so if they didn't believe in them and we didn't believe in them then it wouldn't work yeah um you the cool thing about you guys too is you also have a ton of of years just 
around the the sport of CrossFit and around the fitness industry. What have you guys seen change over, let's say, the past five years? Has people's mentality changed? Has the business model changed? Are you talking in the gym or competitively? I think... Because in the gym, to me, it's kind of the same, in my opinion. I mean, I don't... I think, like... We still have a traditional whiteboard. We still put our names with dry erase marker. Like I like that people kind of old school feel. Yeah, people still, still like to community. look at that. Exactly. We like we still do a strength and conditioning piece, you know. Um, and that's kind of how it was when I first started. I don't really see too many changes inside the gym. Yeah, from Dogtown to Paradiso. Do you think about it that way too? Yeah, I mean, I, again, uh, the the communities are there. It's just the leaders within the community. They sometimes have their vision skew. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. And, uh, you know, there's strong coaches and personalities like China or myself that try to keep the gym on track. And I think that, you know, like she was saying, there's not really a lot inside the gym that changes. It's mm-hmm. people's, you know, oh, okay, uh, you know, we won first place in this. So now we have to put together this thing to make our gym bigger. And sometimes yeah. bigger isn't no. better. Or sometimes more gyms isn't better. No. Just worry about the one you have. Exactly. You know? That's interesting. I like that. Um, okay. You guys have de- – so you, you when did you open your gym, China? I opened it in December of 2017. Okay. We were co-owners previously to another gym, and then my husband owned a gym for seven years before that. Okay. Got it. Only a few more questions here, and then mm-hmm. we'll roll out. Um, what's one of the biggest mistakes you guys have seen in ownership of a, of a CrossFit facility? Beyond just you know failing to build community, or maybe it's it's maybe that's just the outcome, but the steps taken to get there. Doing too much too fast. Yeah, and I get it. It's very exciting to see like the sport of CrossFit or functional fitness grow, and they want to be you know they see guys like Jason or they mm-hmm. see uh, gyms like Invictus, and they see them expanding. And yep. I just sometimes think that if you just focus on you know making your grass the greenest grass possible, you wouldn't have to worry about another one. And then. When the time is right, you can move forward. But I think that sometimes expansion, when you aren't ready, is always just a killer. I think that's so true. Expansion when you aren't ready, which we see all the time. We see yeah. gyms that, that open end up coming on to try. Oh, I'm opening in two, three months. They're getting ready to do pre-sales, and mm-hmm. then they, they launch their facility. And less than nine months later, it's like, we have 50 members. Maybe we're cash flow positive by a little bit. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's let's go buy another facility. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. You haven't even optimized yep. for where you're at. So yep. you, like you're not delivering. You're, you're like doing okay, but being afloat is not like... Yeah flying right um that's interesting uh okay cool what um what does the future hold right now let's say not just 2019 but maybe longer term if you can think about beyond let's say two years uh what would you like to be doing two three years from now Hmm. what would i like to be doing two three years from now maybe like a ring announcer for wwe that's a big part right that would be fun oh man uh i would like to you know see the yeah just the sport of this continue to grow hopefully in the right direction i know there's a lot of changes and people are freaking out but hopefully it'll steer back onto the right course and you know to see gyms that really work hard like myself in china's gyms be successful you know i i don't think crossfit or functional fitness is going anywhere i think a lot of people look at it as bad and it's proven that it's been long it's been around for a very long time and i don't think it's going to go anywhere yeah and you know, I think the gyms that are the cream of the crop, they'll always rise to the top. And the ones that think that they're great and they're really not, then they'll just kind of, you know, 
fall by the wayside. You know, float away. So yeah. Speak, so. <laughs> yeah. I kind of have you? the same answer as him. You know, I mean, I don't want kids. I really like being an athlete. I really like competing. And if I can keep doing that, I, I will try, you know. Um, but, yeah, make my gym successful. I don't really have any plans of expanding or opening another facility. I mean, expanding, yes, like getting a larger facility, but not opening multiple locations. Um, but I like fitness um and i can see myself doing it forever so in some way shape or form like helping people coaching people you know personal clients whatever i i just like that okay great two uh two final questions so do you how do you both look at remote programming do you think it's effective or can it be done effectively or is it something that is um you know something that's best done in person so i i i mean i guess it can be i think Oh, God, I don't want to sound like a bitch. That's right, because I currently do it through these wrestling fans that idolize my clients. And it is very challenging because it's, it, I would say, for someone like a, a street parking or a comp train, yeah. or they, they're they catering towards a CrossFit um, base, right? So they kind of know like what all these movements are. I am teaching people that have just literally gotten off the couch and decided to move. So it's kind of tough because... I have to tell them over and over again, like, you can't do what you see Seth Rollins does because you don't yeah. know how that's like. And unless you, and I always encourage them, I go, go and join a gym because me telling you or describing through an email how to do a power clean isn't going to help you right. do a power clean, even if it's with dumbbells or even if it's no weight at all. Mm-hmm. So I encourage them always to go into a gym. But my base is nowhere near some of these other programs are. Uh, could they be effective? Sure, maybe. Of course um, they could be. I think yeah. the people that are buying these programs are people that aren't happy in their gyms because the people that go to my gym, per se, they're not looking for Same. street parking <clears throat> excuse me, or um, misfits or anybody else, and I'm mm-hmm. not knocking any of those. Nope. I think it's great for people that want to be competitive, but I think if your gym is operating at the best of its ability, then there's no need to go out for alternative programming. I agree. I think the people that are doing them are they're like, I'm sick of my gym, I'll just go to Equinox and buy a street parking membership. Because I know what to do. I'm a big fan of Miranda's, I'm a big fan of Julian's, and they can do it. So is it effective? I think it is. It's been proven that it is. But do I think that if someone is new and they sign up for a, a class, um, you know, I always I always encourage going into a gym and learning the basics. Yeah. And then and after that. I kind of feel like sometimes people want remote programming because they feel like it'll get them there faster because it's like written for them but no really it's you got to work hard you know what you i mean do it yeah, yeah. you just got to do it and just because they wrote something someone writes something specifically for you i'm talking not like get people off the couch type people yeah, but no, like no. now like more crossfitty people that it, it's really just you got to work hard you got to surround yourself with people that are going to make you better um and a community is going to do that for you you know my training partners are not they're not elite by any means, but they've been my training partners since like 2012 and I'm still where I am working with them every day because they inspire me and I inspire them. Yeah, so. and I think it goes back to what China says, you know, she has her own programming, but she also does the class programming. And I oh. think that if you encourage that, like, hey, look, you know, I still do the class programming and I'm still a, a member of this gym. People were like, oh, yeah, you know, like maybe the programming if I go seek it somewhere else, it's not for me. Maybe this I just need to be faster in the gym. Yeah. I see that yep. all the time. Yep. And let's just take the programming side out. I see people that want to do more workouts because they're doing the workouts in the gym that is written for the class, but they didn't go fast enough. Mm-hmm. Or I, I to, always tell people, if you worked hard enough, you will not want to do this yeah. again. 
You do not want to and do I this again. I challenged one guy. He was like, "Oh yeah," because we have like a you know like a level one, a level two, an RX, mm-hmm. and then like an RX plus for mm-hmm. someone that is competitive. And he tried to do the RX plus, but the weight was so you know high for him that he couldn't do it fast enough. And he was like, "Oh man, this workout was weak. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around and do another one." And I was like, "Oh well, why don't you do it again? But this time, do it with like the, the level proper two weight. weight. Yeah, yeah, just like the level two weight. It was like seventy. It was like something with snatches or whatever, like seventy five. And he got all the way through it. And I literally was just like a boot camp instructor, just making him go faster and faster. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh my god, that was so hard." I was like, "See if you would have done it the right way." That's how it's supposed to be. You'd have been. You're fine. not supposed to be walking around like a peacock, feeling great after a workout when everyone's on the floor. It wasn't yeah. even that. It was just like he would like snatch one and then like look at it and then like adjust his wrist wraps. Yep. And I could already uh, see. What's Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's just too heavy for this guy. You know? <laughs> no matter how many times I coach either myself or coach in my gym, we'll tell somebody like, hey, that's too heavy, go lighter. You know, Intensity, man, that's where it's at. Exactly. That's great. I love that. Um, last question. So we talked about two, three year, two, three years out, and you know what it, maybe a dream would be or a near term thing would be. What's like immediate term? What's what's 2019 for you guys look like? The friggin' opens in a month. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Trying to throw really fun open events and parties. Yes, I do. Yeah, we had an awards night last year. That was like the highlight of my whole year. Yeah, that's awesome. Where was that? Uh, no, during the oh, open, you, you yeah, guys my, had our gym did. We had like oh, most like, inspirational. I don't think I even heard of that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, at we your did gym. it. Like, yeah, we made a war. Like, we made like plaques and so everyone. No, competed. we went out to a dinner. Like, we made everyone dress up. Oh, we did oh, like a great. full awards. And so you had your own gym, community open. Yeah, we had like GFY MVP, most inspirational, like most improved, like from the previous open. That's bad. Yeah, that type of stuff. It's like the leader we, award. We created an update show. That's and, so cool. And I was the heel. Yeah. I was the bad guy. Oh and my team my won, gosh. which made it even better. So if you you can even go back and look at all of them. I'm, I'm just going to. So, That's rad. I'm just so obnoxious. There's one where like somebody pushes me and I bring like a lawyer onto the show. Oh and I, my I threaten gosh. to sue them. Like it's a whole it's like a whole thing. And so this year, because there is no actual update show, I'm going to that I do have it. the only CrossFit update yes. show yes. during the Open. That's fantastic. And you I'm should 100% to bring do Tommy that. and Sean in on my show. That's rad. Because I'm currently the, the, like, the Open champion. Yeah, my yeah. team is the Open champion. So it's just like I, I'm sparing no expense Dude, even though great. I hope I lose because it just makes it even funnier. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. I did yep. all this, you know. And you lost. And yeah. I lost. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and that's all I have. Thank that's you, guys. Awesome. Yeah. So we hope you found this episode valuable, guys. If you did, we would love it if you could review us wherever you're listening to it. Give us five stars. Let us know what you liked. Of course, subscribe and share it with your friends. And don't forget to reach out to us if you'd like to be featured yourself or if you want to nominate a guest to be on the show next. You can do this by emailing us over at community at tribe.com. And that's tribe, T-R-I-I-B.com. Thanks and talk to you soon. 